This is Mark Howden from Consumer Staples. Good morning. First on Nestle Q1, 4.3% organic sales growth beats consensus of about three. Very clean quarter across the board. Several uh, predictable categories uh, driving the pantry load and driving the result here. Nestle has been shorted by hedge funds and we'll have a good day today. Secondly, we have a beverages deep dive from Ed Mundy talking about uh, downgrades on all of the spirit stocks as a consequence of them pricing in too much recovery, people being too confident in a V. We think the economic recovery could be more difficult. We think the destock for spirits specifically could be difficult, and everything gets downgraded. We also downgrade Heineken because we're cautious on emerging markets beer and upgrade Royal Unibrew uh, for its defensive qualities. Outside of that, we have the FDA delaying uh, the... Um, Good morning from healthcare. Uh, main focuses today will be the news uh, yesterday that impacted the market uh, around Gilead uh, with the Chinese remdesivir data uh, suggesting not a lot of efficacy and the trial stopped for lack of recruitment. Uh, had a big impact on Gilead, also had an impact on the market. Um, we continue to argue that antibody testing and vaccines are much more important than this, uh, but uh, you can't convince an entire market otherwise. Uh, main finan uh, financial and focus news there is Sanofi results with a big EPS beat and a guidance confirmation. Much of that is driven, of course, by stocking benefits uh, in March. Uh, Sanofi, one of the most geared companies towards that situation. Uh, so uh, clearly not uh, hugely fundamental, and they have said that this uh, will reverse in the second uh, quarter. But still, the fact that they're able to confirm guidance uh, as expected, probably a solid print, enough to have the stock up modestly. Uh, have a good day. Good morning from Jeffrey's Financial Specialist Sales. Um, this morning's focus will be partly on the follow-through from yesterday's EU summit, which uh, failed to reach a conclusive outcome. Some progress was made, but a new diary, a new date now appears in our diary of the 6th of May, where that is the intended uh, point at which they uh, intend to uh, reach agreement on this European Rescue Fund. Uh, between now and then, we have the S&P decision, a rating decision on Italian sovereign debt, which is due uh, after the close today, which could see a downgrade there. So we have to keep a close eye on the B2B spread today, which will obviously direct uh, uh, the, the sector, uh, and then the ECB next Thursday. Uh, on the stocks, we upgrade Beasley this morning on the cyber opportunity. Uh, that's a note that's well worth reading, given the current context. And beyond that, we're back to uh, focusing on earnings. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. Casino Q1 sales last night were strong. We expect the stock to be up decently on this today. We are still underperformers, though, given no signs of underlying free cash potential and the huge debt pile. Over in Leisure, James now believes Cineworld has a lower monthly cash burn and enough liquidity for 12 months of standalone. And we note in the China hotel space, Huazu has just confirmed Q1 guidance down 45%. In luxury, we find it odd that Burberry has pushed its full year reporting date out. Note that Hermes yesterday highlighted the difference in Q2 performance within the brands. We do believe the higher end brands are performing well and that that customer is back shopping. The mass customer, meanwhile, has yet to return. We note the slow China recovery discussed on the Perno call. The do-free placing last night post its massive derating year-to-date is worth flagging, given such derating has not affected luxury or beauty stocks with travel retail exposure. Next week, retail heavy, Adidas, UK Cantar, Next, Sainsbury's and Cuffle. Morning from Resources. Two things to focus on today. Uh, we've had the ENI first quarter results. Uh, 
bottom line net income is quite a big miss versus a consensus. Adjusted EBIT is uh, 20% ahead, driven by gas and power. Uh, but to be honest, I think the market probably focused on the adjusted cash flow, uh, which just under 2 billion euros was around 8% light of our expectations. Uh, in terms of outlook, not really too much uh, tweaking down uh, for year, the production guides, but I think that was largely to be expected. And uh, nothing around uh, the dividend. Uh, recall yesterday we did have that material dividend cut from Equinor. Uh, today, E&I, nowhere near as exciting. The only other thing to be flagging is uh, some data on commodity flows, uh, something in the region of $4 billion into energy-related flows last week. Uh, that is huge uh, and a little bit surprising, uh, given some of the issues around ETF flows earlier on uh, this week. Bonjour from Industrials. Results are today. Dometic Saab, Autolive and Valio out last night. Valio Q1 sales came in stronger than expected. Management talked about cutting investments, but working capital will be a drag on free cash flow as the negative receivables and payables spread unwinds. Sasha cuts his estimates and remains cautious due to low profitability and a weakening balance sheet. On Saab, previous forecast for 2020 cannot be reconfirmed. Q1 sales and operating profit were both down 5% year over year, while orders grew almost 7%. Operational cash flow was roughly negative 1.5 billion sec, but company says it has a robust financial position in terms of capital and liquidity and 2020 goals for positive uh, operational cash flow. Um, for domestic Q1 net sales down 10%, EBITDA declined 27% and margins contracted to 14 from 17%. Uh, company amended financing agreement with their bank and should provide necessary flexibility and covenant headroom, but didn't. Good morning, William Bevington from Jeffrey's TMT Spec Sales. Three things to highlight today. First of all, our State of the Industry on Global Payments call this afternoon at three o'clock. Our US, European and Asian analysts will talk through the most important management feedback we've received over recent months on COVID-19, earnings impacts, top picks, top recommendations. Secondly, also investor feedback crucial, particularly in Europe, where we recently initiated coverage on the European payment space, but we will be talking about the industry globally. A punchy 30 minutes what you need to know in terms of European payments investing. Secondly, Liberty hold recommendation within the resilient European telecom space. Liberty is not the stock we want to own, challenged by fibre and operating free cash flow outlook. And then thirdly and finally, our right move call this afternoon. It's been a great sell case for us. And Giles Thorne has the head of the right move, say no to right move campaign, talking us through uh, the key points um, that he's going to put in place to weaken the case even further.